Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. The following is an experience sharing article entitled My Children and I Are Blessed Because We Follow Falun Dafa's Principles by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Minghui website on January 2, 2024. When I look back at the cultivation path my children and I walked, I realized that everything we have was bestowed by Master and Master's compassionate protection. I would like to share our stories and take this opportunity to thank Master and Dafa for being there for us. Part 1. Persistent Headache Resolved I had a genetic, neurogenic headache, which my grandmother and my father also suffered from. My older sister, brother, and I all had the same condition, and my son and daughter were plagued with this headache. When I was in a good mood, the headache lessened, but when I was in a bad mood, it was stronger, and I sometimes became nauseous. When the pain was intense, I had to stay in bed and take painkillers. My condition was incurable. I thought I was a good person, and my neighbor said I was kind. But I was narrow-minded. If someone treated me well, I treated him better. If someone didn't treat me well, I felt resentful and wronged. When my husband was good to me, we lived happily. When we had conflicts, I didn't talk to him and I was unhappy. I started practicing Falun Dafa in late 1997. By reading Dran Falun, the main book of Falun Dafa, I realized I was far from being a good person and that the purpose of my life was to return to my original nature. I needed to look within whenever there were conflicts and behave according to the principles of truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance. I understood that sickness was caused by karma that a person accumulated lifetime after lifetime. After reading the Fa, I was happy and my life became brighter. When my husband didn't treat me well, I no longer felt resentful or wronged. I had a goal. I got up early to do the Falun Dafa exercises and read the Fa with the other practitioners in the evening. I was happy every day. The neurogenic headache disappeared after I practiced Falun Dafa for six months. 26 years have passed and it never returned. Thank you, Master, for purifying my body. Part 2. Becoming Open-Minded Due to the intense pressure on practitioners and their families by the Chinese Communist Party's CCP's persecution of Falun Dafa in 1999, my family fell apart. I had to leave home and find a job in another city. I began working as a housekeeper in 2015. The landlord was an elderly lady who was very clean. She was good to me. I often told her the facts about Falun Dafa and she understood the persecution was wrong. There were many windows in her house and one day she asked me to clean them. I cleaned them with a rag and then with a wet paper. I felt I did a good job, but she said the windows weren't clean. I felt I did my best, and I didn't want to clean all those windows again. She handed me a bottle of alcohol and told me to use it and clean the windows again. 
I felt uncomfortable, but reminded myself that I am a practitioner, so I let it go. I put some alcohol on the rack and cleaned one window. When she checked the glass, she said it's clean now. At that moment, I understood what Master said from Lecture 6 of Drawn Falun. Quote, I have said that our school of practice directly targets one's mind. It does not make you actually lose anything in terms of material benefits, unquote. If I didn't behave according to Falun Dafa's principles, the situation would have become unpleasant and both of us would have felt uncomfortable. Although the issue was trivial, it made a huge difference when I considered the other person's feelings. Before I left, I gave her a desk calendar for the new year. Her son put it on the table. She asked, why is such a good practice not allowed? How is it possible that being such a good person harms people? She believed that good would be rewarded and evil is punished. Part 3 From Impossible to Possible My daughter was 9 years old and my son 3 years old when I started to practice Falun Dafa. When I told my sister about the amazing things practitioners experienced, my daughter listened. She felt Falun Dafa was really good and she sometimes did the exercises with me. When the CCP started persecuting Falun Dafa, our village authorities demanded that we hand over our Falun Dafa books. If we didn't hand them over, they said they would search our homes. We hid the books. My daughter hid a book in her school bag, and this book has been with us since then. I was very touched when she later told me this. When she finished high school, she told me that she wanted to apply for a university in Changchun, master's hometown. Her wish came true. After she graduated, she went for a job interview and was accepted for the training session. She was required to deposit a certain amount of money. I didn't have it at the time. My daughter and I discussed the situation and agreed that we should follow the course of nature. She didn't complain, get anxious, or or lose hope. She remained calm. I managed to raise the amount 10 days before it was due. She was accepted by the company. It was a good opportunity and everyone envied her. We were very thankful to Master. My daughter worked for the company for about five years. Because it was far from home, she wanted to be transferred to the nearest branch. Several other colleagues in her department, including two who worked with this company for over two years, were transferred to where they asked for, but she wasn't. She felt she was losing face. She felt sad and wondered if she should send gifts to her manager. I didn't feel it was right and said we shouldn't follow society's corrupt trend and bribe the manager. She let go of jealousy and her concern about losing face. She relaxed and continued working happily every day. When the next opportunity for transfers came, she was transferred to the local branch. We realized that when we rectify ourselves and remained kind, we didn't lose. We actually gained. Part 4. It was arranged for you. My son was only three years old when I began practicing. I was repeatedly arrested after the persecution started in 1999. I didn't have much time to guide him to read the Falun Dafa books. I was arrested and sentenced to two years of forced labor camp in 2008. I received a letter from my son while I was incarcerated. He wrote, Mom, please do well whatever you should do. Don't worry about me. 
I won't go astray in this deviated society. The practitioners in my cell were very touched. In such a harsh environment, I was greatly encouraged by his words. When I was released two years later, he told me that he believed in Falun Dafa even more after I was arrested. He studied the Fa and understood why practitioners uphold the Fa. He learned how to be a good person from studying the Fa. He did well in school and was admitted to a prestigious university. I wasn't able to take care of him, but Master did. He told me a story. One day he wanted to eat buns. He always bought two buns from the lady who ran the cafeteria. That day he paid for two buns but hoped she would give him three buns. And she did give him three buns. He felt so happy. When he turned around, he collided with another student and one bun fell off his plate. He immediately understood that he shouldn't take something for free because he would lose virtue and that master was watching over him. He paid for the third bun. Later, he wrote an essay about this incident. He felt Falun Dafa's principles guided him and he rectified himself in the Fa. My son is working now. He is guided by Falun Dafa's principles whenever he encounters difficulties and remains peaceful and calm. He knows that everything he has is given by Falun Dafa. Falun Dafa can rectify people's hearts and enable us to return to our original homes. Everyone in this world is fortunate because they were born into an era when Falun Dafa is spreading. I know how urgent time is after I read Master's article, How Humankind Came to Be. I hope that everyone cherishes this opportunity and will be saved. The following is an experience sharing article entitled, Why Did Mela Raper's Master Keep Asking Him to Build Stone Houses? by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Minghui website on January 5th, 2024. Mela was known as the founder of the White Sect of Tibetan Buddhism and had had an impressive cultivation experience. Before his master, Marpa, began to teach him, he had Milarepa build and demolish several houses consecutively. The houses were built on steep mountains and made of stones. Milarepa was not allowed to use any livestock to carry the stones up the mountains, and he had to carry every piece himself. After Milarepa spent much painstaking effort building a house, Marber would tell him each time to demolish it and build a new one. Although he didn't fully understand the purpose behind these requests from Marpa, Milarepa treated all difficulties as tests and had no complaints towards Marpa. As long as Marpa agreed to take him as his disciple, Milarepa was willing to endure any suffering. What he worried about was not whether he could get anything from his master but why he had so much sinful karma that had prevented him from becoming a disciple of Marpa. What Milarepa didn't know was that Marpa was using the process of building and demolishing stone houses for him to eliminate his karma. In other words, he was already practicing cultivation following Marpa's arrangement. But Marpa couldn't explain it to him, or it wouldn't count. 
In fact, later, when Melarepa completed his cultivation, he told people who attempted to harm him that they wouldn't succeed because his karma had been transformed by his master already. From the perspective of spiritual cultivation, building the houses was only a formality. Milarepa didn't go to Marpa to learn how to build houses, nor was Marpa teaching him that. Marpa was merely using the formality of building houses for Milarepa to cultivate himself and improve his mind. It didn't matter whether it's building houses or doing other things. The key is how to improve oneself in the process. Compared to Milarepa's building the houses, I see some similarities in us Falun Dafa practitioners working on various projects or initiatives to spread Dafa and raise the awareness of the persecution in China. It's not about doing things, since such environments and processes are meant to provide many opportunities for us to cultivate. Milarepa might have become an expert in building houses after doing it numerous times, but that didn't mean anything nor could his skill level serve as an indicator of his spiritual achievement. It's also the same for us. Doing some projects for over a decade, we may have become an expert in the media or become a popular YouTuber with millions of subscribers. That doesn't mean anything either. We didn't come to Dafa cultivation for that. Master merely arranged such a formality for us to cultivate ourselves. The process of doing things is merely part of our cultivation path. As long as we are keenly aware that we are cultivating ourselves, we will make the most out of the process of various projects, because only spiritual achievement is our final goal in cultivation, not how successful we become on the human level. Things on the human level only provide some opportunities for us, they were only the tools and temporary roles we were playing in the formality like Melarepa did. But if we become attached to the formality itself and become complacent about our achievement, it might bring disastrous consequences to our cultivation. The following is an experience-sharing article entitled Remembering to View Illness Symptoms with Righteous Thoughts by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Mingwei website on January 9, 2024. One day, another practitioner came to pick up truth clarification materials just as my husband was returning home from the clinic. He said that many people, including himself, had contracted measles. Many patients believed that it was caused by the COVID-19 vaccine they received in 2021. The practitioner agreed and said, many people in China died after they were vaccinated. I replied, the vaccine contains bacteria. I didn't feel well after I got the COVID-19 vaccine shot in 2021. Since then, I've often had a fever, coughed, and had shortness of breath. When the other practitioner was leaving, I started to feel ill.
I felt cold and uncomfortable all over. I coughed, my nose ran, and I had difficulty breathing. I lay in bed with not enough strength to open my eyes. I wasn't able to get up and make dinner. When I couldn't endure it any longer, I asked Master to help me. Shortly after, a thought came into my mind. You admitted that discomfort resulted from your getting the vaccine, so you were asking for trouble. I suddenly realized that for the past two years, I believed my physical discomfort was directly related to getting the vaccine. I didn't have righteous thoughts about it. Master warned us in Rationality. Quote, Genuine Dafa disciples all carry energy and are themselves beings who eliminate karma and eradicate germs. They are the envoys of salvation at the end times, and they all know to be rational in saving people and clarifying the truth. Unquote. I regretted that I did not learn Master's teachings well. Master's is like food for practitioners. Ordinary people can't do without eating, and practitioners can't do without studying the fa. A cultivator cannot cultivate without the fa's guidance. I admitted my mistake to Master immediately. Master, I was wrong. I shouldn't act like ordinary people. I should be using righteous thoughts. In the past two years or so, the old forces have taken advantage of my loopholes, and I suffered a lot of unnecessary pain. Master said in Wake Up, quote, The great way that you practice is what created all life in the universe. It is what has forged extraordinary divine beings and is also what has created the tiniest of viruses and bacteria. You are someone who leads a life of spiritual development under the great way and who helps me to save people. And while saving people, you have helped to eliminate for many people bacteria and viruses thousands of times more potent than those of any epidemic. And yet you haven't managed to handle the matter of the pandemic properly on a personal level. Unquote. After I recalled Master's words, I felt bad. How can bacteria in a vaccine harm practitioners? We are walking on the path to becoming divine. Can ordinary people's medicine affect a divine body? It can't. I thought, Master, I suffered the consequences of using human thoughts. I apologize for making you worry. I finally understand. Thank you, Master, for your compassionate teaching. Although my mind was clear, my body continued to lay there motionless. After sleeping for two hours, I was fine. I was able to eat dinner, including two bowls of rice, and I slept well that night. I woke up at midnight to send forth righteous thoughts and afterwards read the Mainland Fa Conference edition of Mingwei Weekly. I felt very energetic and healthy, and I finished reading the entire magazine that night. After sending forth righteous thoughts at 6 a.m., I got up and made breakfast. I felt relaxed, and all the illness symptoms were gone. I hope that my mistakes can remind those practitioners suffering from illness symptoms to use righteous thoughts based on the fa.
Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.